Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome into the second hour of First Take. We're counting down till the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff, which will be coming on right after us at 10 a.m. The Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, leading you into the Saints radio broadcast. In Green Bay, the t- Saints will be taking on the Packers at high noon, Mike Haas, along with Deuce McAllister, Jeff Nowak on the sidelines, bringing you the action from Lambeau Field. I think the Saints are a, what, two-point dog heading into this matchup, Charlie? One and a half, I think. Oh, one and a half? I, I got to double check. I, I remember that it opened at like two. I think it went up to two and a half, and then the injury report started to come out, and it went down to one and a half by the time we did pick six on Thursday. Um, and if it's moved at all, it's actually moved actually a little bit further down from one and a half to one point. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't really matter for our pick six, Steve, because, you know, if we if we get a push, I give us a win, <laughs> which is funny enough happened in the Ohio State Notre Dame game last night. But, uh, yeah, one point favorites for the Packers. I think that it shows that they think the Saints are maybe slightly a better team. because oh, There's always that, you know, two to three point advantage that you get for being at home. Right. So when they were three point favorites against the Titans at home, I mean, they, they kind of put those two teams on even playing field. And I mean one point win for the saints showed that they were in fact pretty even then, then, you know, again, against the Panthers on the road, it was a couple points. So I think their Vegas is expecting a lot of close games involving the saints this season. And so far they're two for two and we'll see if they go three for three. Yeah. For the saints to just be a one point dog in legendary Lambeau field, even though it is just September right now, you would figure the pack would have a greater home field advantage but I I agree with you I think the fact that this team has been in some tight ones uh, they seem to have a superior uh, talented roster and definitely the defense right now has been an amazing calling card for this black and gold squad defense always wins out and that's all that Derek Carr has needed to do so far is make the big time throws when he needs to at the end of the game Andy Dalton doesn't make those throws ultimately and that's why he paid him 150 million dollars in the offseason now we'll see if he can start getting it going earlier in a game because this Packers defense, as Mike was saying, has struggled so far this season. A defense that features eight former first-round picks. And I know that they have a couple of them that are injured. A couple of them were actually on the injury report, like Rashawn Gary, but he's expected to play. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be up to the, the Saints' offense to get it going early on against the Packers defense that hasn't been very good. And you heard it in my report from Deuce. He wants to see another 100-yard rushing game from this team uh, and from the Saints' offense. And if that happens... Get, opens up a little bit of space for Derek Carr to work with. I, I think that they can get it going early on. I love you, man. You're great transition. We're going to talking about QB one. Now let's hear from QB one. Here's go. what Derek Carr had to say today at Saints practice. Derek, I know you can't give away the store, but what has allowed your 
production and the offense's production to, to jump in the second half? Um, we made good corrections. You know, uh, you know, you hate. I, I hate saying it because you want to play well. You want to be so on it, like we have been the last two second halves all the time. Um, but we've made good corrections and you know, just self-critiquing at halftime, like golly, you know, a little little rusty on some things and you know, making a dumb decision there, or a bad throw there. It's like, guys, we're gonna get it corrected. I'm gonna do this. You guys do this, and we'll you know, we'll we'll do that. It's not like somebody they like the corrections too. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, you know, for. For me, you know, there was a moment with the receivers. We made a little correction at, at halftime, and boom, we go in the second half, and those three or four plays were big plays for us. You know, boom, boom, boom. And uh, it, you, hopefully, we're getting to the point now where we can just come out and start fast. You know, uh, big emphasis on starting fast and, and practice early in the week. You know, getting your body back, and you want to start fast early in the week and finish strong. So, uh, we had a great day today. Hopefully, that leads to us starting faster. Um, and, and more efficiently as an offense. Uh, but our coaches and the players have made great adjustments at halftime, which shows that we know what to do and we can win, but hopefully we can just clean it up from the get-go. How quickly do, do those corrections happen? Because, I mean, a lot of people say you just have time to go in, use the bathroom, pretty much turn around and come back out. Yeah, yeah. So it depends, <laughs> it depends what locker room you got to run to. Uh, you know, but there, there's definitely time where you're sitting there, I'm like, and it's quick conversation. It may be on the way to the bathroom, you know, <laughs> you know, but there's things where things are going through your head, your process of years of experience, you know, coaches telling you something and uh, you're having those conversations, you know, there, but there's a good five to seven minute window where there's time to talk and hey, this is what I'm going to do better. This is what I'm going to do in this half. You, you know, y'all do this. I'm going to do this and let's let's be better together. Uh, and, and our guys have done a good job of making those uh, corrections so far. Jack talked after the game about maybe rushing some things. Is that kind of did that kind of show on tape? And, and when you are rushing a little bit, mm -hmm. what, what does, how does that manifest? Like, what are some of the issues that crop up if you're trying to go a little too fast? Well, there's there's different reasons why. Um, but but at the end of the day, it's I, I still just got to do my job, right? And uh, for me, uh, I talked to RC. I, was like, I just got to slow it down. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's slow it down. Let's get back. Let's just go through our stuff. We'll we'll speed this up. We'll do this. We'll, we'll, let's get all. Let's get all on the same page and move it, move it our rhythm and pace. And so, without getting too much into it, there's, there's things that, that go into that. But I was able to just to, you know, slow it down. I'm, I am an emotional guy, so I get excited. You know, I'm like, oh, that's the, you know, and it's like, golly, chill out. You know, if you want to win a Monday night football game, you still have to do the things right. You know, and so uh, that was a good reminder for me, even at 32 years old. Hey, just take a breath, slow it down, get back to playing quarterback the way you know how. Jared, when you were looking at those, the red zone um, conversions, trying to get touchdowns, and yep. haven't been able to do that, what what has been kind of the underlying problem or problems of why you're selling for field goals instead of being able to convert? Yeah, such a the more recent ones I can remember right now in the in the first half of this of this last game, uh, we had one where you know I was expecting something a little quicker than he was even expecting. You know, we got back on the same page on that, so. We got better on the play, but it didn't help us for the points in the moment, right? Um, you know, there's another one in the back of the end zone. It's a tough catch for Chris. He gets hit. Uh, you know, there, that, that's one where he's like, I should have had it. I'm like, I mean, he got blasted. You know, it's part of doing business down there. You know, the windows are tight and all those things. And so there's no lack of confidence. We were able in the second half to get some good plays. Even Chris, on, we had a great little screen play. He scored. Stepped out of bounds, but, but we would have felt a lot better if that one goes in. Like, oh, we threw one in, you know. But we ended up keeping the drive going, hit another completion, get a run, we run it in. Uh, so, however we have to do it, 
you know, I feel like we've made good corrections. I feel like we're getting better. Uh, now it's just about executing. You know, what, I, I can't wait till we hit, you know, one day, like four for four in there. We're all high-fiving out here. Like, there it is, you know. Like, I, I sure hope so, you know, because, uh, you know, as a quarterback, like, the worst thing is, like, the same question. You're like, golly, they're so – we're, like, this close on just being so happy about it. You know what I mean? Just stands out about Green Bay's defense. Uh, Green Bay, they get so much talent, you know. They, they fly around. Uh, Jair is one of the best players in the NFL. He's unbelievable. You know, he was with me in uh, Vegas for a little bit. I know the type of player and the competitor that he is. He's awesome. Uh, they, they got safeties that can fly. They fly around, make plays. You know, they, they want to come downhill and hit you. Uh, the linebackers inside, very smart players, physical players, can run also sideline to sideline. Uh, they do a good job inside. You got some young players mixed with a, an amazing veteran. Another one of our best players is 97. You know, Kenny Clark is unbelievable player. You know, he, he can cause havoc in the run game. He can shed and get off blocks and win in the pass game, create big plays. And on the edge, they got two rushers that can get after it. And, you know, they, they present in a lot of problems that way and so uh, they got a young kid that they drafted there too uh, whether he's in or not don't know but you know there's just they have some they've, they've assembled a lot of talent and Green Bay's been really good at doing that over the years he's just assembling talent and putting it all together with a great scheme you know they they, they they can go in and create a lot of havoc for you as a quarterback and as a, and a, and a run game offensive line uh, with the movement and all this kind of the blitz the single high the shell they, they do a lot of good stuff and so they in a nutshell, uh, in about 30 seconds, I'll tell you, I couldn't tell you more about what we talked about for the last eight, six hours. But, you know, there's there's a lot that they can do to create problems and mismatches, and it's going to take our best effort to, you know, score points against them. Derek, if Kendra Miller is up this week, what is it about his game? Obviously, we saw him flash in some of the preseason games, specifically the one in L.A. What is it about his game that you're looking forward to working with if he's up this week? Yeah, I just want to, I, I just want to see that violence that, you know, I know that he has, that he runs with. Um, you know, I, I just can't wait to... You'll see him put that on full display. And uh, when you're a rookie running back, people are coming to find you. So hopefully he tries to go find them, you know, and keeps that mindset, right? Uh, keep that confidence. And so, uh, you know, hopefully if he's out there and he gets to play, that's what I'd be looking forward to, you know, to see, you know, what, what he does on a game day. Uh, you know, not just a preseason game, but a real regular season game. It'd be really interesting to watch him go. That's Saints quarterback Derek Carr talking before they take on the Green Bay Packers today at noon. And there was a little bit of a question about their first half blues and trying to get the, you know, the offense needs to get going uh, early on in this matchup because we just haven't seen things be, I guess. They've been fourth quarter. They haven't been able to execute early on and they've become alive more in the second half. Correct. And you're hoping that they can do that. I I know there's like stats about Derek Carr in cold weather and he's not very good specifically on the road (laughs) in cold weather. But at the same time, as we said, Steve, we're dealing with like mid 60s. It's a nice brisk fall. Yeah, I can't call today a cold weather game. Exactly. (laughs) So so this that shouldn't play a factor in, in this road contest for Derek Carr. Um, yeah, I mean, get started early. That's, that's what I'm asking for the Saints offense is that, you know, they've made the big plays when it matters late in the fourth quarter, and that's why they're 2-0 and ultimately. And they've been able to answer tough challenges, but now it's not putting yourself in that position. You want to kind of get started early, put this young quarterback in Bryce Young into a hole. Bryce Young, Jordan Love, um, back-to-back young quarterbacks. Put Jordan Love it's into still a early, hole. Don't yeah, I know. I was just thinking about last week. Put Jordan Love into a hole early on. And then force him to pass his way out of it. And then that's when you can unleash Carl Granderson, Cam Jordan, Nathan Shepard as the pass rush, Brian Bercy. I mean, like these guys have been awesome at getting pressure early on. And the Packers offensive line, I mean, it's banged up. You got to call it what it is. Elton Jenkins is already out. They're starting left guard. 
Bakhtiari, David Bakhtiari is, I think, questionable. But uh, we were kind of talking about this as well, Steve. If they play him in this game, they're not going to have him for their Thursday night football game against the, the Lions in this upcoming week. Division rival. So would you rather play him against the Saints or against a team in your division? Right. I think that's kind of an easy decision for me. We'll so, s- I'm sure it's going to be a Bakhtiari kind of decision and letting the know let the coaches know how much, you know he he's good to go kind of thing. Uh, I'm going to imagine he, they're going to try and get their you know top offensive lineman in the game, uh, especially against a tough Saints defensive front. But it is tough with the matchup coming against the Lions next week, obviously. Yeah, it's a short turnaround for them. So they have to make a couple decisions on these banged-up players if they're going to play them this week or if they're going to save them for that Lions game. They have a Thursday night football game this week. That's a big factor because if you look at the injury report, it's got a lot of questionables on it. I think it had like five players that were listed as questionable for the Packers. And so, and a lot of them are big names. Jair Alexander is a huge name. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL when he's healthy. And, I mean, you got him – you imagine he's going to be going against Chris Olave, right? And then you also have David Bakhtiari, like we said, their starting left tackle, who we've talked to Packers people. They say that he's a future, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, he's a really, really strong player, a former Pro Bowler, former All-Pro type of talent. He's dealt with some injuries. Once again, did, do you see him today? We don't really know yet. But, yeah, there's a lot of players. Aaron Jones, another one. Christian Watson. There's a bunch of really talented guys on this Packers offense – that we may not see today. We still don't really know. It's kind of up in the air. We're still, you know, two and a half hours until kickoff here. Um, but yeah, if you don't see them, that's a huge advantage for the Saints because they want to save them for a potential game against the Lions, which is a huge divisional matchup early on in the season for them. Definitely something the Saints need to take advantage of. And we've seen this offense struggle to put points up on the board. I just want to get, uh, you know, be able to strike first, strike hard kind of thing. Well, it's uh, also the red zone offense, which is right, what, exactly. which is what Carr mentioned. And his presser, and then what Deuce mentioned in a bite that I used for this morning, is that if they get to the red zone four times, you want to see at least three touchdowns. You want to see the turnaround because, I mean, that was a huge complaint from the game last week against the Panthers was early on in the first half, their red zone offense did not look very good. And and Derek Carr said in that presser that, you know, the field condenses and stuff like that, and we just got to be better at executing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to is execution when you get closer closer and closer to the goal line. is. Uh, and so I think specifically this week, Kendra Miller uh, getting his debut. I'm really excited to see what he does. Taysom Hill, once again, you saw what he did last week. If he's a big part in, of the game again, he can get you down there. And then it's all about Derek Carr hitting his weapons that he has all over the field. Michael Thomas, Jawan Johnson has been pretty quiet to open the season, Steve, but maybe he could have a big role today. Uh, and then Kendra Miller, once again, Kendra Miller and Tony Jones Jr., that little two uh, running back core, I, I think they could be pretty solid as well in the right zone. But once you get down there, you got to come away with seven. That's a huge key for this game. Feeding off you again, one of the players out today, a tight end, and Foster Murrow. Uh, yes. You know, so that could end up you yeah, know, strange. getting some more targets for Juwan. Maybe we see Jimmy Graham actually get involved. Yeah, he, he didn't practice on Wednesday, and then he was, I think, a limited participant on Thursday, and right. then he didn't practice again on Friday. So maybe just something flared up. And then yeah, he's he dealing with up, an ankle issue. Yeah, ended up being doubtful, and then he was listed as out, um, which which hurts your run game a little bit because he is probably your best run-blocking tight end. Agreed. Um, Juwan's more of a pass catcher, and then obviously same thing with Jimmy. So that, that does hurt you in, in a sense, and I mean – I still think that you can use maybe Jawan or, or, or Jimmy to potentially chip and help, you know, Trevor Penning at times throughout the game. Uh, but as far as your passing game goes, 
once you get down there in the red zone, it's going to be up to Derek Carr to make some big throws. Yeah, I've been ex- kind of surprised so far through the first two games. Uh, granted, you know, we've you know played some pretty good defenses, and maybe the tight end position has been used more to help you know aid our offensive line, but we haven't seen much of Jawan and barely any of Jimmy being involved in this offense at all. Well, that was a, a, a kind of a gripe that some people had about the red zone offense was that if you're going to use Jimmy, you want to use him in those types of situations, and he hasn't been really anywhere to be found. Um, so if they do get down to the red zone, maybe you'll see Jimmy Graham. I think that's the place to use him is in the red zone and short down situations because he's still, you know, despite him being 36 years old, he's still six foot six. He's still a big body receiver, a big body target that Carr can throw up a contested 50-50 ball and he can come down with. Um, a Jimmy I, Graham revenge game for the against the Packers. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even really think of it. That's funny. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know what my expectations of Jimmy Graham are for this game. But once again, I mean, getting down to the red zone is one thing, but coming away with seven is huge. You know, you, you mentioned expectations for Jimmy Graham. I have a lot of, you know, folks, fans, friends, whoever asking me, are you expecting a big game from a Taysom Hill in this game and it's really hard to predict in this offense who's gonna have that massive game i think i gave someone some bad fantasy advice last (laughs) week where i said like yeah i'd probably start Jawan over Taysom, and then Taysom just runs for 70 yards my bad apologies for that uh but yeah you can never really expect what Taysom hill's role is going to be from week to week Uh, you know one week he gets nine carries the next he gets two and he's not really involved so but once again when you're looking at the saints running back room as it is jamal williams on the ir as we mentioned earlier on, Alvin Kamara suspended for this game. But he's going to be more. back. Yes. He's going to be back. So next Sunday we'll be talking about that. Uh, Kendra Miller, yeah, I want to see what he's got because uh, he was a guy that we were really high on after they picked him in the third round. Uh, and then I want to see how much they use Taysom Hill as as like a, the running quarterback in this offense. QB power, let's see it. Because the, the Packers defense, granted they've gone against the Bears and Falcons, two very run-heavy teams, they haven't been very good at stopping the run, Steve. 333 yards given up in their first two games, over 167 per game. So, I mean, challenge them. Give them a test. So, that's what I want to see, at least. Our Saints sideline reporter Jeff Nowak caught up with linebacker and special teamer Zach Baum. We'll hear from that when we get back from the break right here on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into First Take. I want to thank the good folks at Magazine Pizza for feeding our in-studio Saints game day crew. Magazine Pizza, 1068 Magazine Street. Dine in or order delivery. The best gourmet pizza selection in town. Magazine Pizza also has pasta, sandwiches, wings, and salads. Go to magazinepizza.com. Com. Now going to check in with our Saints sideline reporter, Jeff Nowak, who caught up with Saints linebacker Zach Bowen right before kickoff here on WWL Saints Radio. So I know you guys were up there last year for the joint practices and everything, but obviously Wisconsin is you know a special place for you. Are you excited for to get there for a regular season game? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last year during the preseason, I had a lot of family come and um, a lot of a lot of people there to support me. And of course, it's going to be the same this year. But I think I got all of the back home jitters, as you would call it, uh, out of my system. I'm just ready to play ball. I'm assuming you're going to have a lot of people out there again this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just I think special teams this year has been interesting to watch because you've had a lot of moving pieces. Obviously, you had that block. Well, they didn't give you credit yeah, for the yeah, block yeah, punt, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. kind of just kind of lame. We'll call it a block punt. Yeah. I mean, it, you blocked it. Yeah. Whatever the stats say, it doesn't matter. But, you know, how, how much value do you think you add on that group? Because I feel like, you know, that's just something that people take for granted a lot of the time. But in in the grand scheme of the game, it's there's a ton of yards that either get gained or lost there. Oh, yeah. Just like you said the, the field position is, is heavily influenced not only offense and defense but special teams as well and I've been in uh, coach Darren Rizzi's system for a while now and I, I like to think of myself as a leader in that in that group of like the core guys um, and JT of this, this more the speed guy in the overall group but I've been in the system long enough I know what uh, Riz wants and I, I know how to get guys together to get on the same page gotcha and you know the, the pass rush this year it feels like has reached a different level in terms of you know rushing cover these first two weeks what have you seen from that group in particular a guy like Carl who seems to be playing with just such a high level of confidence right now yeah I mean DA's been doing a good job mixing it up and um, showing different looks and then the guys we got uh, have just been dominating like like you said Carl has really came a long way developing Cam is is, is great obviously and it's just a mixture of, of the scheme and and the players we have gotcha and you know last question so for any Saints fans who are heading up to Wisconsin, to the Green Bay area. What, what do they have to eat? What do they have to check out? To eat a lot of, if you like, like bar food and, and, and of course, cheese curds is, is a hot topic up there. Um, you can't go wrong with that. What? Why? What is, what's the deal with the cheese curds? I don't get it. It's Everyone likes cheese and it's fried. I mean, everyone likes cheese and it's fried. Everyone likes fried food. So, um, But I'd say get a spotted cow up there as well. Spotted cow. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you. That was Saints linebacker Zach Bond with our sideline reporter Jeff Nowak. And I got to say, after spending uh, some time up in Green Bay last year for those joint practice sessions leading into the preseason game, Charlie, I thought cheese curds were kind of over overrated. It's basically mozzarella sticks. Okay. I mean, I don't think I've ever had them. Yeah, just fried cheese. Okay. I mean, yeah. Woohoo! Yay. <laughs> I don't, I, so once again, I haven't ever had them, so I'm, I'm not really sure about it. But I'm, I'm actually texting with our, our friend Sam on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line here, Steve. And uh, we've been talking about actually turnovers here and if the Saints can cause a big turnover. Obviously, Zach Bond kind of had the quote-unquote turnover. It wasn't really a turnover, the block punt, right? But if you look at the Packers so far, they're plus three in the turnover differential, and that sounds good. But the reason they're plus three through two weeks, no turnovers. They haven't given away the ball once. Pretty impressive. So once sure. Jordan Love, we've talked about him. He's taking care of the ball. The six touchdowns to zero interception ratio is very good. But they also haven't fumbled it at all. 
So, yeah, I mean, this is a good week for them, the Saints, to get them in that turnover uh, differential at some point and pass them up. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah, I guess seeing who the the Packers played to, they didn't really face any intimidating defenses that were, you know, ball hawking. I, I guess so. At the same, but time. still to hold on to the ball is definitely impressive. You don't you want to be a yes. you know, having no turnovers through two games is is uh, you could say impressive, especially for a young guy and Jordan Love making his way. They're taking care of it now. Ultimately, I'd love to see yeah you know, Carl Granderson strip sack right and, and like a scoop and score Speaking or something into like existence. that. Yeah, right, it. right. Speak it into existence. That's yeah. what we need to see against a banged up offensive line. And you know we we're still not entirely sure if David Bakhtiari is going to be playing in this game. Um, but if Carl Granderson can get after either him at not 100% or whatever backup they throw out there, get a big sack in the game, gets to get a strip, I mean, that's that's a huge momentum changer. That ends a drive. A scoop and score would be amazing at some point. Uh, a pick six, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. If you can force – if it basically it comes down to if the defensive line can get a bunch of pressure on Jordan Love, right, and force him into some errant throws, force him into some bad decisions – then it's up to the DBs in the back. Like, I mean, Alante Taylor is going to get his first interception at some point, right, Steve? Like, we've been asking for it for forever. He's come very close multiple times. He came super close last week. He right. came, like, unbelievably close, just like a couple feet out of bounds. Um, at some point, he's going to get his first interception. You need to force some takeaways in this game. So, on the other hand, when you're getting those turnovers defensively, Derek Carr's got to take care of the ball, and Kendra Miller's got to hold on to the ball. This is his first NFL action, can't put it on the ground. Derek Carr, you're on the road. It's not too bad of conditions, as we've said. It's very nice fall weather up there. You can't throw a bad errant throw. That ends up turning into an interception, whether it's Jair Alexander or whoever in the defensive backfield. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge – Bobby parks on it every single week about turnover differential, but he's right. It's a huge stat in these games, especially when you're evenly matched against – you know, a Packers team that some people expect to be challenging for a late wild card spot. The Saints are expected to challenge for the NFC South, but the NFC North, I mean, if you look at the division, Steve, early on, the the Vikings kind of stink. The Bears are one of the worst teams in the NFL. So, I mean, the Packers are better than both of those two teams. It's going to be against the Lions if they can challenge the Lions for the NFC North uh, title. As far as the Saints go, I mean, the NFC South has been a lot better than people expect. Three 2-0 teams and then the only reason that the Panthers are 0-2 is because they played two NFC South squads with the Falcons and the Saints, right? Um, yeah, I, I just think that when it comes down to it, looking at this matchup against two teams that were expected to be challenging for playoff spots in the NFC, it's going to come down to little things like that. Can you score in the red zone? Can you get seven in the red zone? Can you get those takeaways and win the turnover uh, margin? And the Packers have been pretty good at that so far, so you're going to have to be able to force some bad throws. You're going to have to be able to get pressure on Jordan Love, maybe get a strip at some point in the game, it's, it's all going to be down to that. You know, you're mentioning uh, things, protecting the football, obviously. The Saints' offensive line is going to need to do a better job of protecting the quarterback, too. Also, Derek Carr is going to have to get the ball out a lot quicker. Four sacks through uh, – eight sacks through the, through first, the first two games. You know, two games, four sacks in each of the matchups. Uh, that's not pretty at all, and you don't, you don't want to – you know, have that being a trend going throughout the entire season. Obviously, I, I know we'll get into it a lot more coming up at 10 o'clock in the Bud Light countdown, the kickoff with the Cajun Cannon. I'm sure he'll mention that fact of Derek Carr already being sacked eight times already through two games is, is no bueno. Yeah, that's on pace for 68. <laughs> not, not, that's not good at all. So, actually, this was a funny stat that I looked up earlier in the week because I remember that I think the, the most sacked team of all time was like the Eagles in the 80s. And they got sacked like over 100 times. And the next closest team was like 70. 
So it's like, if you want to think of really obscure, like unbreakable records, that's got to be up there, Steve. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Because we were just talking about last year with the Eagles, how dominant their defensive front was. They had 70 sacks in a season. It was one of the most all-time. So the Saints giving up 68 sacks in a season would not be very good. Uh, at some point, that's needed. that's got to break. And, you know, they've played – at least the Titans have a great defensive line. The, the Panthers had some good pass rushers and a, a couple breakdowns and stuff like that. But you expect that to get better as the season progresses. I don't – anticipate the Saints giving up 68 sacks this season no it's scary though too going into this matchup and you know you've talked about it Mike D's mentioned it all that first round talent on that side of the Green Bay defense you just don't want to be a get right game for them uh, because to me the the Saints have struggled up front offensively and I don't I don't want to see them giving up uh, anything to this Packers D that has been abused basically the first two games exactly I mean, once again, the rushing defense with the Packers has been very good. Do you said it in that bite? Got to go over 100 again. They went over 100 last week against the Panthers defense. It's not very strong on the interior. Derek Brown's a really good defensive tackle. But other than that, they just didn't have too much. Once again, the Packers got talent, but they haven't been playing up to their talent. This is a good time to be facing this Packers team because they haven't really gotten it together yet. I know that I think their defensive coordinator is kind of like a lot of heat in Green Bay. Uh, because of how much draft capital they've spent on their defense and for it to not be playing very well, that's that's not a good sign. So once again, before they kind of get everything glued together and start playing like an elite defense, this is when you want to be facing them. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers Rolex time check, two hours, 19 minutes till the noon start in Lambeau Field between the 2-0 Saints and the 1-1 Green Bay Packers. Want to hear from you in the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line 504-260-1870. What's it going to take for this team to get to 3-0 after today's matchup? Be back with more on First Take after this on WWL Saints Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back into First Take. Charlie Long hanging out. Uh, this first take, uh, Jeff Nowak actually in Green Bay for the matchup against the Packers coming up at noon here on WWL Saints Radio. The Bud Light Countdown to kickoff up next at 10 a.m. Well, someone that better be up right now and getting ready for this matchup, obviously Jordan Howden uh, filling in for Marcus May who got suspended for his involvement in the DUI incident. I think it was a 2021 when he was still with the New York Jets, finally getting a three-game suspension levied down by the NFL after the court hearings and all of the legal ramifications around uh, that were resolved. And here's uh, what the rookie Jordan Howden had to say at Saints practice. I guess uh, it, like a bunch of us have just kind of figured that something was going to happen with Marcus eventually. Have you kind of kind of been mentally preparing for that possibility as well? Um, yeah. So like we were saying before, um, this whole summer was to get me prepared for any situation in any other spot. So um, that's why it was good for me to learn the strong, the free, or any other spots that we have in our dime package and things of that sort. So because when this stuff does happen, then I can be able to step up and um, go out there and just do me. How beneficial was it just to to get some snaps defensively the first two weeks and, and to get that time in training camp working with the first team defense and all that stuff? Yeah, uh, you know, we get snaps in the preseason, but when you get to the season, the actual first game, it's a little different feeling. So actually to go out there and get the jitters out, especially to go out there with the ones and stuff like that on third down, um, it gets it out pretty early. So now when I go out there with the actual group, I can go out there and just play facts and execute and get on the game plan uh, as fast as possible and do what I got to do. If you're uh, if you are out there, like, is there a sense just knowing that you know, maybe they're gonna try to go after the rookie who doesn't have like a ton of NFL experience? Like, do you have to kind of be prepared for that? Um, yeah. I mean, when you see a different number out there, I would uh, office coordinator is definitely gonna be okay. There's a different number out there. Um, they're gonna attack them any type of way. So, just gotta be ready and just be confident and play fast. Jordan, obviously you don't want it to happen this way, but what's your level of excitement to, to get the opportunity? Oh, it's, you know, the excitement is going to be very high. It's my first start. So, um, like I said, just got to be confident and um, don't think too much. Go out there and play fast, play physical, and do what I came here to do. You know, how comfortable are you? Because I think Joe said yesterday, you know, you just you kind of were, were a perfectionist and you know, that kind of slowed you down a little bit. Um, it's like I'm very hard on myself. So like when something I have a little tweak here and there, um, I like to make sure I'm doing everything right, you know, doing what's best for the team so they can rely on me, count on me, so they don't got to worry about worried about me and doing their job so I can go out there and just do what I have to do so they don't have to worry about me and we can just count on each other and just play fast and play physical. How much confidence have you been able to gain just this week alone, taking those first team reps and throughout practice and just knowing that you are going to be the guy playing? Um, a lot. Um, that started when we first started the season and going to being in the film room with the older guys and talking to the coaches, being here early, you know, staying here late, watching film and knowing what to look for so I can be able to out there and just play play fast, basically what I've been saying. Because um, once you're out there, you don't know what you're doing. And you don't play fast, and then that's when a lot of stuff happens. So. Saints rookie safety Jordan Howden getting a big start today. And uh, obviously – much is expected, but we know that the Green Bay defense will probably looking to test him. And obviously the fact that no Pulse and Adebo back at corner as well. So it'll be interesting to see how the Saints end up countering. I'm excited to see Jordan play because as a fifth-round pick, like if you look at him 
in his career in Minnesota, he's a great story because he's a walk-on at Minnesota, and then he played a bunch of special team snaps, and as a fifth-round pick, that's kind of what you're getting him for. But at the same time, in at least the training camp and what we saw from him early on, he was great as a safety, like as an actual safety. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do because I, I, I trust him out there, Steve. I don't know about you, but like this is his first NFL start. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. Coming back with one last segment here on First Take. We'll be back right after this break here on WWL Saints Radio. Closing out here, First Take, Steve Geller along with Charlie Long and Cullen Steele getting things ready for you. We're getting into our predictions for the game and fantasy forecast outlook, gentlemen. Charlie, you are up first. Oh, boy. Oh, fantasy man. forecasts. I I really want to say Kendra just because the Packers' rush defense hasn't been very good. Yeah. At the same time, though, I think it's a little too risky to say Kendra. So give me give me kind of a little bit of a surprise. I like how he's played early on in the season. I'm expecting a big day from Mike T. Give me, Ooh, give like me Michael it. Thomas. I think that he finds the end zone today. I think that he's probably going to be – around 15 to 20 fantasy points i think that's a good day for him so over a lot give, give me michael thomas as the fantasy uh, as my fantasy pick and then it. as far as the score goes steve i've been battling back and forth with this one because i don't know if the saints are going to finally give up that 20 point barrier that they've been so good and uh, holding opposing teams to under i don't think they do it i think that they do it again i think that they hold the packers to 17 points today and give me the Saints to score, say, 23. 23-17 is my score prediction. All right. A Saints victory, 23-17. And look for Mike T to get into the end zone. How you feeling, Colin? Interesting, interesting. I actually, sadly, as a Saints fan, I do think they'll break it. They're probably the best team we've played all year. I think they barely break it. Down. I'm thinking 24-21. We eke out a win. Like I said earlier, I've been a bit too optimistic as a fan, and I've been giving them too many points, and I need to be a bit more conservative. Still think we're going to win, but 24-21 close. And Taysom, I think if we're going to have to establish a run Taysom game, time. It'll be, it'll, it has to be. I mean, like I said earlier, you give him the ball, you close your eyes, and then you blink, and he's downfield, and you're in the green, and it works. It, it's like those commercials. It just works. Uh, for me, fantasy-wise, I was kind of too feeling the Mike T vibe. I think that he does get into the end zone today, but I'm going to go – a little bit different just to switch things up. And I'm going to say we finally get a Jawan Johnson day too because yes, uh, yes. the tight end position seems to be, I guess, ignored early on. They might have to be more helping out the no, offensive yeah. line uh, because of the, the no blocking say, issues. No one is saying anything about our tight ends. Everyone's like, running, running back, running back, running back. We don't have a run game. And then when we are praised, it's just wide receivers. It's just wide receivers. We, I, haven't, I, we have nothing. I'm just hoping that my prediction of Jawan getting into the t end zone doesn't get vultured somehow by Jimmy Graham having yeah. a little revenge on the Packers in yeah. this one. I do expect the Saints offense to get into the end zone more often than they have over the past two matchups. I think I'm feeling like around a Saints 27 to 24 type of victory. I still think it'll be a close one. 27-24. Uh, so you think they will break that 20 threshold? I do think the Packers get there. It's their, it's their home opener. I like what I've seen out of Jordan Love early on, but just hoping he has that fourth quarter collapse like he had against the Atlanta Falcons last week where he didn't even show up at all. I mean, that's going to matter, especially if we seem to be this fourth quarter team. Like, if he implodes and we start skyrocketing, then we'll, you know, we could be 10 under, 7 under. We might be sitting pretty. That closes out a week three edition of First Take. We'll have the Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up at 10 a.m. 
10 a.m. I can get that out leading up to the noon kickoff in Lambeau Field between the the 2-0 Saints, soon to be hopefully 3-0 Saints, and the 1-1 Green Bay Packers. Talk to you more on Bud Light Countdown to Kickoff next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.